Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Audio courtesy of Fox Sports and TNT. Well, that is not a very happy commissioner, is it? He's very upset. Whoa, whoa, He's, whoa, whoa. As he should be. He championed this game whoa. for months. It, this was the most important thing to him for months. And the NBA just, ah, nah, we don't, we don't, we don't care. That's a tough cut. Uh, he is a man that's made to look ridiculous, and he is not a man to make to look ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Okay, I didn't hear that. That's some pretty good stuff. All right, that coming up at 640. Jonathan, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. Uh, okay is good. I'll take okay. It's well, I was, a busy I was, weekend. I was going to get into these. I'm a little bit under the weather here. But uh, I was going to get to these Cavs ratings here in a second. And then you and you and Mitch were having a conversation about something. So this was on MLB Network. Was it th- what this? They did a documentary Documentary last night. was? Yeah, it was a documentary last night. It was, it was Joe Madden. And it, obviously Terry Francona, and they were going over the 2016 World Series. And it was going to give you like a manager perspective and break down angles you've never seen from what is being dubbed one of the greatest World Series of all time. Obviously not great for us here, uh, but, you know, from a baseball perspective, an extra inning game seven, that's about as good as it gets. Boy, uh, I, there's not it. So did you see the documentary? No, I didn't. I asked him. That's why I wanted to know. I went to sleep early last night, Ken. I was exhausted. I had family in all weekend. I was just, I was spent. I was done. You had enough. I I did. And so I went to bed early and I asked Mitch, did anything good come out of that? I wanted to know if they talked about Lindor falling asleep in between the rain delay, all these different type of things. I will watch it though. I will watch it either later tonight or tomorrow. All right. I'm not going to watch it because I didn't realize, I didn't realize this was on. And usually I like to go back and watch documentaries. I I love documentaries, especially sports documentaries, but documentaries in general. Uh, You know, I'm a Ken Burns fan. Uh, just a lot of, a lot of different things that I like. I like, I know history channel. I was a history. Did I never tell you this. No, there was. So I, I wised up. I was going to be a history teacher at one point. If this all doesn't work out. Oh, you'd be a great history well, teacher. I think I didn't realize when I started doing the, doing the classes for it. And I was fine. Like there was no, like this is extra work. No, it wasn't like that at all. It was fine. It's perfectly fine. 
Uh, but I realized there are a lot of people in that community. And I didn't spend a lot of time in that community. In the historian community. The histor- okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, and this was at the University of Akron. So how big could that community be? There is a lot of pompousness that goes on in the historian community. It yeah, is very, I you- know you don't. And this is like, so like History okay. Channel get brought up. And I mean, they fart all over History Channel. About what the History Channel does. Wouldn't you think history people think the same thing about us sports people, though? I, I don't know. Like, all they do, they sit there and they yak back and forth about oh. different events and different things. And yeah. They act like they know everything. They don't know everything. Well, yeah, basically. Bit, right? But it's like, well, I mean, these are people that have done the history and the digging. And they, tell the, they retell the tales of the history and debate on what it was and things like that. So I guess it would lead... I guess it would lead to some degree of, of pompousness out of a person like that, but I could not believe the arrogance, the the, the pomposity, if you will. I, I, pomposity. I, uh, the, the, just the absolute. <laughs> I, I, I struggle you to find words the words. Like pomposity. I struggle to find the words for these. I go, what, is, what am I sitting in? What am I sitting in? Did you the, wait? Did you want to be the pretentiousness of all you people? Like I'm sitting there in this class, going, "You got to be kidding me!" But there were a couple. There were a couple people. I took. Uh, Oh, hell. I took like a world politics class, and the, the professor for it was exceptional. And I wish I could remember this guy's name. He's one of the most interesting people that I've ever met, and I can't even remember his name. That shows you how stupid I was at that time. But it was a really, really good – like a, we talked a lot of geopolitics. I think I remember like three teachers' names from college. It's okay. It's and hard. And they have a it's real hard. big yeah. impact. It's hard. And we had to – I mean, we had to do it in like two separate classrooms. We had to do it in two separate classrooms. And he had these two – student aides and the one aide was fine and the other aide kind of looked like peter griffin that's unfortunate and uh somehow he found out because i had already had the job like i I had a part-time job at the station i worked at previously for here which was a cluster down in akron and he goes you're doing what and he goes yeah i tried that you're not going to do anything with that (laughs) i was like okay thanks (laughs) at a place of higher uh, learning where they're supposed to prop up your dreams uh, Hey, listen, every now and then somebody's got to be the reality he check. He made it out like he's like, you're in the right place because you ain't going to do nothing with that. I used to feel so bad like, right. when, I, when I was in Houston doing radio. We used to have all sorts of interns. And that's, they basically told me to stop talking to the interns because I'd be like, yeah, listen, it's, it's not going to go very well for you. <laughs> like, it's, it's really tough. Well, you, I, you wanna, unless you want to go to opposite. Montana and all these other random places, the opposite. it's going to be really tough to make it in this business. Total opposite. I would not advise doing what I did. Nope. I am, I am the absolute opposite. Anybody tells me to talk to their kids, and it happens a few times a year. And I say, because I remember, I remember just how, I remember how, it, it's, it, it just the the way he was so flippant towards what I was wanting well, to do. Well, it didn't work out for him. That's the point. It, it didn't, didn't work, work out, out for him. him but it, 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 he was so flippant towards it. I go, I'm not going to be that way. I go, I look at it the same way as acting. I go, a lot of people go out to LA. They have dreams to become the next Hollywood actor. And it works out for some. And it doesn't work out. They come back or they end up in the valley. One of the two. And you know what? At least you tried. Uh, well, you got one right. life to live. You want to try it? You go ahead. You try. It. Let me ask That's you the way this. I look at it. Let me ask you if I gave the right advice. A a high school senior. We're a couple going months way ago, off the path here, but I don't care. Go ahead. High school senior a couple months ago emailed me and said, you know, everything you think he would tell me, right? And then said, I I have two passions in life. And I don't know if you can be trying to want to be an attorney is a passion, but it's what he said. He's like, I want to be an attorney or I want to do sports radio. Do both. And it, well, it was what I told him, I said, it's simple. I said, go be the attorney and then do this as a part-time thing. Yes. Like, do this on the side. And then listen, if something breaks out of it 
and all of a sudden you're doing a, a weekend show or something, and then you just whatever. What, what's so bad about that advice? That's fine advice. Okay, good. I want to make sure I didn't like crush his dreams or anything. No, that's that's actually. I basically actually told fun. him go be an attorney, there, make money, be all right in life, and then uh, do this on the side. And then and then if if there's any, I, I told him this too. I said. If, if 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 you told me the only thing you wanted to do in life was sports radio, and that's it, it's the only thing you think you can do, then I would never tell you not to, right? But you have to you have to only have that as your as your north star, so to speak. Like okay. You can't, you can't have dreams of anything else. If you have dreams of anything else, you're going to do whatever uh, that is. Because let's be honest, it's much easier to do a lot of other professions from the aspect of going to different cities, going to different places, yeah, moving, trying to get your break, all that nonsense. A lot of easier professions than trying to make in Hollywood, too. Well, There's a reason why I, but a I lot of people say, quit and, and do those things. I, I would say to all you fine folks who are thinking about it, if you want to be uh, – being a lawyer, you have no idea how many guys start off as lawyers. Isn't John Michael a lawyer or something like that? I think that's right. I thought John I think he went Michael to law school, was a lawyer. Didn't he? I think he went to law or school Or he was in finance or something like that. I know that uh, Will Mike Brinson – Mike Forio. Forio was an attorney. Yep. Will Brinson has practiced law. If I'm not mistaken, I think Bud Elliott was a lawyer. Oh, then you can be the, you can be the sports broadcasting law guy. Yeah, there's a there's a there's whole a, path for that. There's a hell of a yeah, lot of guys. There's a guy down in Tennessee that does that. <laughs> there's a guy down in Tennessee that does that. Absolutely. I so typed I, in John Michael and it, it popped up John Michael Montgomery. That's my bad. There you go. Well, well, that's that's what we need to dance, be doing, buddy. Also has history <laughs> as an auctioneer, <laughs> according to John Michael Montgomery. Anyway, uh, no, Owen just sent me a text. This documentary might not come out till Thursday. Yeah, doesn't so, matter. Oh, I thought it was last night. I'm looking on doesn't MLB matter. Network on Twitter because they've got to put clips of this out there, right? And I, the only thing I found was an article from CBS Sports that says uh, the managers of the game, Joe Madden with Chicago, Terry Francona with Cleveland, sat down to watch the game back with Bob Costas and Tom Verducci <laughs> Not for a, a special that airs Thursday on okay. MLB. Okay, I, I, I got a push notification. Not a chance in hell. Oh, they're trying I, to I got a push notification, so I, I thought to myself, well, I'm like, oh, clearly I missed it. Oh, you did not miss hell. it. Okay, congratulations. that's good. Well, congratulations, you didn't miss it. If I were Terry Woo. Francona, Very close. not a chance. I'm not going to watch this movie. Not a chance. Not a chance. You're I'm going to Tito's got nothing to do. They know he's got nothing to do. It doesn't matter. If I were Tito, if I'm Ken Carvin, I'm not going to go back and watch this thing. (laughs) There's not a chance in hell. That that is kind of cruel, by the way. That is cruel of MLB Network to be like, hey, Tito, let's let's relive what is arguably the worst moment of your professional career. He's been, he he has has power over a lot of things. Fired over chicken and beer. Yeah, that was probably worse. You think that was worse? I don't know. Yeah, because then they overcorrected. They hired Bobby Valentine, and that was just a disaster. And then we almost hired him at one point. I mean, it it was a total thing. So, um, not a chance I'd ever watch this, which surprised you. And I said, I haven't watched, I, I have not, and I will not watch Believeland, that 30 for 30. So I didn't watch it, me. won't watch it. From uh, a historical aspect, again, you're a history guy. I here. love history, but I'm not going to watch it just because it's history doesn't mean I, I want to go over something that was a ter- personally a terrible memory for me. Are you also not going to watch Oppenheimer too? Because you're like, well, this isn't, this isn't well, going to be. That's history. That's just you general history. This is general history, nah, this too. Is, this had a deep, profound effect on me. Oppenheimer happened before that, I was born. That, that had world a deep, series. profound effect on the world. Don't get me wrong on that, but I oh, was not. That's yet, not the quote I'm putting on Twitter not, right now. Don't I'm even typing it right I was now. not yet it's a part of going the, out. I was not yet a part of the world. <laughs> but this had a very profound effect on me. <laughs> Damn Go it. Don't, not because I'm thinking. Don't, hey, Mitch, don't do that. It had a very... I, I remember everything where Mitch, I was. the headline is I wasn't alive Cleveland yet. radio host no, Ken no, Carmen no, says. No, I wasn't alive Game yet. seven of the 2016 no, World Series. No, no. More important. No, 
No. The no. Nagasaki. No. And Hiroshima. No. On no. A-bomb. For A-Rod. No. It's the only thing Ken Garman knows. Oh, come on. No. <laughs> Big baseball no. guy. No. Sorry. That just upped your baseball I, uh, credibility in a big way, though. I watched, uh, I'm not going to watch it. Oh, real? What, me not watching it? The documentary? No. The, oh, okay. <laughs> the never mind. Uh, oh, oh, not, 2016 World Series comp. I, I don't need to go down. It's To me, it's almost the same as, like, I, I got a good marriage now. At least I assume so, right? You know, every everybody has a good marriage, so they don't have yeah, one. Yeah, what you tell us is <laughs> Yeah, but I assume. Great. I mean, it's just like a, it's like a lot of other marriages. Right. I mean, there's. You I know, haven't there's been able to talk to Liz in years. Back so and forths in the, in the whatnot. But uh, I don't go over my memories of breakups in the past. Like, I don't go out of my way to make myself feel worse about things that happened Once in the year, past. Once a year, I like to reflect on all the marriages I had before my every, if, if it gets brought up, like, there's times, like, we're talking about things, like, during a break or something like that. And, I like, I it will. It will dawn on me. I go, well, thank yeah, God that happened. Tell all sorts of stories yeah. about like past relationships. But that's past relationships. I'm not going over the thing of going, I remember when she walked in here. I do it for anecdotes, but I don't actually want to go over the history of it. And I don't want to go over some sort of silly-ass history yeah, but by th- by that over logic, me though. feeling terrible during during NBA Finals losses or during a World Series. Like I don't go back and watch the 97 World Series, and I don't care about – I don't care to go back. I do care about it, but I don't care to go back – and watch the 2016 Game 7. Like, there's people going, can't wait to see the Rajay Davis home run. Not a chance. Not a chance. I do not watch it. Will not watch it. Not a fan of Even it. Even if there's little nuggets, though, in, like in there that you maybe you didn't know about. Like, what if in this, what if in this documentary, I'm sure Rajay somebody Davis will hits tell the me. home run, I'm sure and then he comes back me. to the dugout and tells Terry Francona something that is just like, other, you'd never believe Rajay Davis would say that. That's a part of Cleveland history yep. that you just wouldn't know about that. And I'm sure somebody will fill me in. Like because I don't need to see it. Comes back to the dugout and goes, I felt a couple sprinkles when I was round. Yeah, I don't. Third. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I felt I like the angels. The angels up. lifted me up from second base. Yeah, we're not we're just recreating the Matthew McConaughey scene. Not interested. Not interested. He did. Catch McConaughey that was ball. an outfielder. Yeah. yeah, he was an outfielder in that. Not, not, not in the least. Not in the least excited. Won't watch it. No. I'm excited. Nope. Uh, well, I mean, uh, that congratulations for you. I don't, I don't want to see like the whole. Obviously, not too excited. I went to sleep last night thinking that it was on, and then didn't oh, watch it. So we're not, we're not, we're not terribly excited. But well, I'm guess excited what? Enough. Reprieve is here. Like that whole, the whole part about believe Lynn and Ernest Biner, uh, Ernest Biner crying. I'm like, I don't need to see Ernest Biner cry. I know Ernest Biner feels bad. But what do you? Do? I like Ernest Biner. Do I don't need to feel. I don't need to have him cry in front of me to make it. The city you do sports talk radio in is just. It's just. It's drenched in bad moments. And I talk to those people every day. I don't need to see it on a TV. I don't need to see it. I talk to Bob and Illyria. Like if and, you only and, want good history, we Jeff don't have much good side. history here, to be honest, I, 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 as of I, right now. I talk to I talk to Mike and Lorraine. I, I talk to Demos and Shaker. I don't need to talk to any. I, I don't need to watch it right there in front of me. Your, your I talk Cleveland to the people sports every day. Archive is just the 2016 NBA finals. The it's, that that it. it's just an empty shelf outside of that. The people who lived it. No, it's it's not where I'm denying it. I just don't want to. I I know the history. I live it every day. I talk to people about it every day. But I don't need to sit there and watch it every day. I don't want to see. I don't want to see it. It's not. I don't want it in front of me. So Thursday night when this thing premieres, ain't gonna be watching it. All right. I'll be watching the Cavs. Cavs play on Thursday night. I'll watch the Cavs. And I ain't going to go back and watch this thing on Friday or Saturday. And good luck on Sunday. They ain't going to have any there. I got myself a matinee. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch both. Not, no. Not in the least. Hopefully they talk about Lindor falling asleep. Maybe we'll get a, a nice Corey Kluber game one, four, seven decision out of Francona. And like what went through his mind there and pitching him in game seven I when you knew that he pitched games one and four. And he was already extremely taxed, but you didn't have many other options. 
options, so you kind of had to throw him out there. I, I, I what was Kluber thinking in that moment? You had to do what you had to do. And Kluber's a guy that's still going to keep you close enough. And, like, that, that, and we said that on the day he retired. I said, he, you know, the best thing about Corey Kluber, like, yeah, there'd be times where he gets shelled maybe once or twice a season, but there wasn't times where he'd just go out there and get firebombed in three innings and that'd be the end of it. You usually got about five innings out of him where he could at least keep you around. And that was always the respect you had out of Corey Kluber. Was For he, sure, he was a gamer. There, he was a, exactly. He wasn't a guy who could just overpower you all the time. He was a very, very, very good pitcher. That's why he's a two-time Cy Young winner, for crying out loud. Uh, one of the elite of the game at that time, but was a guy, even when he didn't have his best stuff, he'd still fight through and give you five and two-thirds and get somebody out there to see if you could get something going. That's, that's the respect to him. So I can understand why Terry Francona made the decision he made. But some people start cussing me, I don't care. I would I I was fine with the decision he made in that spot, yeah, right and I don't need to watch an hour long or two hour long documentary about it. Hopefully three. If fingers crossed, three. No, hours. God no. Let's get more details. I don't need fifteen seconds. Two one six four seven four double zero ninety two. Cavs ratings are down, and I want to know why. Coming up, but coming up next uh, for all you high school football fans, you might want to keep a backup plan for one of the Fridays coming up here this fall. Coming up next at about last night on The Fan. Now, the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. Steve Vogt speaking over the weekend as this team gets ready for their first full squad workout today. Steve Vogt said he's just trying to be himself, not another version of Tito. No, um, and I think a lot of that's because of the people here. Tito's made himself available as a resource to me. And hearing his take on that, I'm not trying to be somebody other than me. I've never shied away from the fact that I don't have experience. I've never shied away from the fact that I've never done this. That's why I think it's it was good they went outside. It, it, in a way, I, I think it was good they went outside the organization. Like, I, this is a very complex thing to say. Like, with Sandy Alomar, Sandy Alomar is so well-liked by the fan base. I kind of... I kind of would like him to go, if he wants to be a manager, go somewhere else to do it. Because I don't want to have to judge Sandy Alomar based on managerial decisions and that such. Like, it would change, I think, the way some people see him at that moment about the legendary status he has with a lot of would you be soft Indians fans. Uh, well, I I would, yes. You would, yes, yeah. Okay. Yes. I, I, mean, I think a lot of people would. Yeah. You wouldn't. You said Friday you're harder on people than me, and I, I would probably agree with that. Yeah. But um, I, I, I think with Sandy Alomar... And this is kind of off the beaten path a little bit. Like, I, I I, would like him to have a chance to manage in the big leagues. I just would like him to manage somewhere else first. And then if he did a good job, it's like, okay, let's see if we can bring him back. Because I, I want him to work out some of the flaws and some of the other things with somebody else and not have to deal with the slings and arrows of of what has to be a being a big league manager to what is still a passionate fan base. For Steven Vogt, though, it's good that he's from the outside because you didn't see the day-to-day stuff with Terry Francona, so you're not likely to act like him and two mm-hmm. it's very very difficult for the guy who's when a guy leaves on good terms like Terry Francona did if one of his assistants take over they tend to want to do an impression of him and it's very hard to find your own voice because that's what's comfortable that's what they know that's like all sorts of radio people and then they're producers right it's like uh, they're producers get the get the show and oh you sound just like Jim Rome how about that we are ultimately an influence yeah. of who yeah we ultimately sound like who we who we are influenced by certainly for sure but uh and i think Ken it's and the same. i have very different thoughts on <laughs> what happened in world war 2 it's the same <laughs> would you stop it the good old us of a one that's, that's right. what happened there we go back to back champs that's why we always high five over Good God almighty. Now, I wonder myself, though, I wonder if I'm going to be a little easier on Stephen Vogt in the front just because of uh, things like he said right there. He, he keeps reminding us, Ken, how he's new to this. 
He didn't get the job because he was 100% new to this. He got the job because he was in earshot of correct counsels who's, who's considered to be one of the best managers in the game, right? That's that's why he got the job, all things considered. I, I But he keeps reminding us, this is the first time I've ever done this. I don't know what I don't know. He keeps playing that card. And I wonder a couple months in if I'm going to be looking at him like, well... You really said you didn't can't know. really expect everything out of the guy. He's he admitted to us up front. There's going to be a learning curve here. Well, then you blame I can't, the people I can't who hire judge him. him. Well, that's what I would have to yeah. do. And if it ends up in a situation where he is making mind-numbingly stupid decisions, I am going to blame Antonetti and Chernoff and that trust more than I'm going to blame him. And I know that already. Uh, I think that that's a. I think that that's a point well taken by that. Um, Especially when if we find out some of the other names that are there, and, and again, if if Sandy Alomar is right there for a lot of people, and things aren't going the way they think that they should, then people are going to start clamoring about that. I, I mean, still they went think through nearly though, fifty names. Kind of. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit hyundaiusa.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I still think, though, that, you know, with this, I, I mean, how much am I really to expect out of this out of this lineup? How much am I really to expect this year out of this rotation? The rotation's pretty good. The lineup, I got to find some power somewhere in there. Uh, hopefully you're able to develop it. I don't want to go into the season downtrodden because it's baseball, and I think baseball is the one where it's fun, where it's like I cannot guarantee any team is just going to do terribly, horrifically bad because of the sport and the nature of the game. But I don't want to go and, and overemphasize how much I expect out of him because I, I do think that this is going to be a bit of a build. LeBron James, he was in NBA All-Star Weekend. He said, uh, not sure about it's a farewell tour, but retirement is on his mind. I have not mapped out how many seasons I have left. I know it's not that many. I also don't know if I will kind of take the farewell tour or will you kind of just Tim Duncan it. I'm 50-50 because there's times where I feel like I guess I owe it to my fans that's been along this journey with me for two decades plus. That seems cool. But the other side, I've never been that great with accepting praise. It's a, it's a weird feeling for me. I never really talked about it much, but it's just a weird feeling for me. So, But I am a Laker. Happy and been very happy being a Laker the last six years, and hopefully it stays that way. But I don't have the I don't have the answer to how long it is or which uniform I'll be in. Hopefully it is with the Lakers. It's a great organization and so many greats. But, but we'll see. I don't know how it's going to end, but it's coming. Man, it's been six years already. Six years yeah. with yeah. the Lakers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Twenty eighteen. Holy cow! Where does the time go? Uh, do you, uh, he owes he does owe it to the league, and he owes it to his fans to. 
have a have a goodbye tour, have a farewell tour. Yeah, I never realized how stupid I sound when I when I myself am like I'm not a big compliment guy. I don't I don't deal with them well. I don't I don't take a, a good praise the best. I wish I was better at that. I just sound like an idiot, don't I? That I mean that was LeBron. LeBron doesn't take compliments well. LeBron doesn't take praise well. LeBron is like the biggest look at me, Louie. I think we know. Oh, uh, he loves this stuff. Look at me, what? Look at me, Louie. Like does things to what you know draw that? attention to him. So that's a look at me, Louie. It's it's a term that people use. I've never heard that in my entire life. I don't know what to tell you, man. You taught me something last week. I taught you something today. What did I teach you last week? I didn't remember it, so it wasn't taught very I well. I didn't teach but, you anything. Uh, <laughs> That's why I didn't become a teacher. Is that it? Yes. I, listen, I, I think LeBron, I think there's a couple things at play here. And I watched a lot of Bronny Jr. this past weekend because, you know, gambling and such. And USC's on late Good at night. God almighty, look the at you. The man is a... He's, he's a defensive presence. There's no doubt about it. He's got good handles, a uh, good passer, but he is not an NBA player. He is. When you watch him, you, if you didn't know his last name, if it didn't say James on the back of it, you'd be like, this this kid is not making it to the NBA. There's no chance. So I don't know what his timeline is in regards to uh, Bronny making it to the pros, and I also don't know his timeline in relation to this Vegas expansion team. Guy. He like This is his gold watch. The NBA is giving him this expansion team as his version of a gold watch. Where did you hear this? It's... Common knowledge at this point, Ken. It's basically, it might as well be common knowledge. MJ got the Hornets. LeBron gets this. You know what? That's fine. As long as he doesn't own the Cavs. I do not want him knowing the Cavs. But he also has to be retired. So he also has to kind of like speed this whole thing up. I would imagine Adam Silver wants to get in Vegas while Vegas is still having this renaissance right now. I mean, it might very well be possible about the whole Vegas thing. That's, that's, That's fine. I mean, I've heard a little bit of it. I didn't know it was common knowledge that this it's was just going to happen. Based, I mean, it's there. It's 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 one of the uh, least final decisions, final decisions the NBA's ever fine. seen. That's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. I just thought it was a little bit. I'm like, whoa, whoa it's, it's just a certainty there. Yeah. yeah. Which, I again, I, I'm glad. I'd be happy for him, I guess. But I, I just don't want him to. I don't want well, he him to hurry be. Up. If he doesn't hurry up, maybe Adam Silver's going to change his mind. Well, I, I just don't want him to be the, the owner of the Cavs. I think that that. He's a businessman, and he'd run the team like a business. And I, oh no, I, I think don't a lot think, of people wouldn't like that. I think the Gilberts are going to own that one for uh, your and my. That's perfectly fine. Is basically, is the, that, the idea there. And they run that team mostly like their fans, and I'm, I'm. That can lead to serious pitfalls when owners run teams like fans. I mean, you look at some of the messes out there in professional sports where owners have ran teams like a fan, and it's it's ran it right into the ground. But they've shown a willingness to spend. And I, I think that that's a perfectly fine thing. Only but I think way a businessman usually would run it like a business. I think LeBron would run it like a business. Only way they wouldn't is if the Pistons came available. Did and the Pistons I, I don't become available a few years ago. I don't know that that I don't know that that would be enough. I'd have to backtrack that. I just in my mind, he's just such a Michigan guy. He's such yeah. a Detroit guy. If like if the if the ability there to own a Detroit sports team became open, yeah, but he owns like a half a lake right there, like a nice sea of of. Ohio and Michigan, because he owns so many buildings in downtown Detroit. I mean, a lot of real estate is so owned much by him. In, so much in Detroit. And yeah. he also, he spent, what, like, how many hundreds of millions of dollars has he given to Michigan State and that athletic department? It's uh, it's insane. A lot to count. Lots a whole count. lot to count. According to Mary Kay Cabot, Deshaun Watts is set to begin, begin throwing again in March and could so at the beginning of the month in just a couple of weeks. Watson, 28, has played in just 12 games for the Browns over the last two seasons. Your thoughts on Deshaun Watson throwing in March? Seems like he's on the timeline and hopefully he'll be okay. Yeah, I I wanted to make some sort of big proclamation or something attached to this. I got I got nothing really groundbreaking off of this. It's like I I first off, I I like that we know his timeline. Yes. I think that's good. I think that's important. 
I ultimately, though, I there's a lot of trust in listening to Deshaun in these podcasts, and then the idea that he's just going to get back there and be all right. I I, I, I don't know why in my mind I Please. thought he was already doing more based off of just some of the little things, uh, but I, I guess maybe not. That's I was a just major surgery to your shoulder. No, I, no, I, I get that. I just yeah. I, I We hadn't been told the timeline. We didn't know. Now we know. Uh, moving on with a couple. We'll bring this up again a little bit later. Moving on, though, uh, there was a little blurb here in a football morning in America. This would have been yesterday morning, mm-hmm. not last night, but yesterday morning from Peter King. In his one of his notes sections here says what he's feeling good about. Feeling good about Cleveland and Philadelphia in Brazil on the evening of Friday, September 6th. That's all he wrote. That's all Peter King wrote. I love you go. it. I love it. Can you say it no. again? What do you mean no? He is feeling good about Cleveland and Philadelphia the night of September 6th, Friday, September 6th. It would be the kickoff oh, weekend. Just go ahead and book your travel. Yeah, yeah. No, feel terrible about it. Why? High school football is a big deal in the state of Ohio. So now you're going to have to make changes. Oh, now that's, that's, a, that's, that's a night game. Point. That's a night game. That means that if I'm an athletic director, I'm working together. If we can move this thing to Saturday night. So we Try have to do laws. That. We have laws Thursday in this country night. that forbid that, but they're playing in a different country, exactly. so you can't. Exactly. I brought. Was that something I said to you, or was that I said to another co-host? It's another common knowledge thing, Ken. I don't know what to tell you. They did not know when I told them that. They had no idea there was that law that you can't have an NFL game within got, 100 miles of a current a, high school game. It got game. talked a lot about with the Amazon Prime game recently because mm-hmm. they did that one Friday at three o'clock, that Dolphins game, mm-hmm. and that's that's how that's that's when it came up a ton. Well, you're certainly further than 100 miles from any high school game, unless. Someone wants to stick it to him. Hey, Eds, let's get on it. You guys travel. Wants to go down to Brazil and host Canisius or something from Buffalo and head on down there. I hear the St. Ed's backers of Brazil. is It's a good contingent. It's a, oh, it's, they got a nice bar down there. It's yeah. wild. So the problem with it, too, is that normally, so these, these games that they play in Europe, the time difference is so great that they play it early in the morning, right? Like, yeah, we're only like an hour or two different, right? Yeah, Brazil's like the same time zones, basically. Yeah. I, I like it. I, I think that's why they're doing it on a Friday to be in prime time. Is that week three of the high school football season? I believe so. Yeah, they start high school football now on August tenth or something. Yeah, because everything's like TBA on the times. Because I'm looking. I know at last it going, year the week one, my kids didn't start school until like August twenty third, and week one was the week before that. Yeah. Ohio State plays Western Michigan on Saturday, September seventh. I imagine that would be an earlier in the day game. Yeah. That's got to be a noon kick. All right, right. So then you think about, well, they played Akron one time on a Saturday night for crying out loud. They're going to play Akron again? I don't, yeah, think, they I don't think your, with Akron your John Madden bus doesn't go to Brazil. No. But high school football is a big deal around these parts. Wouldn't like wouldn't like that. I like it for the Browns playing week one instead of like week 15. Gotta do what you got to do. Week eight or week oh, 10. That's a good point. That's a good point. And that is it for about last night. Up next, there is one good all-star game left, and it's not who you think. 7 o'clock, you're not watching them as much, and I have a couple of reasons why. There's one good all-star game left in America. That many. Jonathan Peterlin in for Tone. Tone's still on paternity leave. I kind of want to guess. Take a guess. Because you said it's not the one that you think it is. It's not the one you think. And I know you're, I know your love for NASCAR. Go ahead. NASCAR. There you go. If they still call it? Like, is it, is it still the shootout? Uh, no, it's the All-Star Weekend. It used uh, to be called. It used okay. to be named just after a brand of cigarettes. But we can't do that <laughs> in this country anymore. We used to be a proper country. We used to be able to just call it the brand of cigarettes. Now we can't do it anymore. So now it's, which it was well, an whole, All-Star. Uh, the whole league was named after a brand of cigarettes at one point. Yes, it was for a very long period of time. Again, we used to be a proper country around this place. And then here we are. 
But the only All Star, the only All Star event that's worth anything anymore to me, not event, because Home Run Derby is still is still fun. I I defend the three point contest, which doesn't need defending. I still defend the uh, the the dunk contest because I think it's hard. It's just there's nobody there except for there's nobody there that people know. That are in the dunk Nobody contest. wants to get clowned by Max McClung which, or whatever his name is. Which I read what Scoop Jackson had written over the weekend, and he was right about just they've turned it into just another weekend because you need your stars to care. And, I mean, you heard, we played that in the open. I mean, Adam Silver, who last year vowed to make it a more competitive game and, and something that was more inspiring to the general fan, and you, get, you have almost 400 points scored in this basketball game. I mean, listen to Adam Silver here. And to the Eastern Conference All-Stars, you scored the most points. Well, congratulations. Giannis, to your team, this trophy is yours. Congratulations on all your success. He's acting, (laughs) courtesy of TNT, I mean, he looks at this like, you've made me a fool. You have all made me look like a fool here. And this is because he knows, and he's right about this, this is not a good look for your sport. When you have, you already have, the NFL... The NFL can just do whatever they want, want, it seems. The other ones, they have to pay attention. Baseball, basketball, hockey, they got to pay attention. You know, I'm a big NASCAR fan. I know there's not many NASCAR fans out there. The All-Star Race is actually a pretty good event. Now, there'd be some tweaks I would make, but I'm not here to advocate for the All-Star Race, for crying out loud. I know I'm the only NASCAR fan, and I'll talk about it more and not Lyman Likes at 745, or the Daytona 500 anyway. When it comes to this, though, like you have a major problem in American sports here where the big four have problems with their All-Star weekend. And it's gotten to the point where people are like, hey, let's just do away with it. But you can't do away with it because you still have obligations to sponsors and television networks that make this part of their ratings because it's still something that people will put eyes on that they can make money off of. So what do you do to a situation that is not good, that people continuously jeer, and they do, mm-hmm to try to, quote-unquote, fix something that you got to have willing participants to fix this thing. Well, that's the thing. you got to have the willing participants. So how do we get the players to care? A, a financial incentive isn't going to be it. Uh, I heard a couple people over the weekend suggesting that you you basically put the $125,000 off for the winning team or whatever it ends up being for each player, and you line the baseline up with the actual dollars so they can see what they're playing for. They, they don't they don't care. I, I know. They, they don't care. This isn't a phone booth money thing like what are you doing here for some reason people seem to think that if you if you if you give them the incentive right in front of their face and you maybe put in a city that isn't indianapolis they're like oh i can take that 125k we can go right to the club afterwards and we can make it rain so stuff like that right somebody on cbs sports radio said like to have them play for families of charity which i'm like we can't put I, it's it's a great idea, but you, it's not a great idea cannot, for the NBA. You cannot put the families of the sick or the poor on television and, make and, them ha- and exploit it out. Yeah. them for money. You would just give them the money for crying out loud. No, I, what I meant to say is more like a great idea for like a television show if you're involving celebrities, like a like a uh, celebrity Jeopardy or something. Then you play for a children's hospital or something, but you can't do it with the NBA. It doesn't work. You just give the money. That's what you do. You give well, no, no, no. Money's not going to work. Like they don't care. They don't care about money that no, way. I, I, they care about what money, I'm saying not, about charity is that you just like everybody gets something at the end of it. So do you just give the money? Like that's not that's not an incentive. Yeah, it's just well, okay. So you won't embarrass yourself because you're playing for the Jennings family and Dad needs a kidney transplant. Like that is creepy and weird to a level there. Like I don't need to get. I'm sorry, guys. I don't need to get Chris Middleton to play harder because he because Dad needs a liver transplant. Like that is crazy. I mean, that is honestly that's depraved. So you got to yeah. figure out a way to make guys care. And I don't know how you make guys care. Well, all right. So we I got there's one idea, one that I can play with, and we'll see if you like it or don't like it. 
All right? Steal from baseball. And it's not as if baseball has made this all of a sudden matter. from baseball. That's fine. It's not as if baseball has all of a sudden found a way to make their all-star game the greatest thing that matters. But when they made their all-star game, you got home field advantage for the World Series. That did something. All of a sudden, the players and the managers, managers in particular, because you didn't want to be the manager of the team that lost your your team home field advantage if you ended up going deep uh, and having a deep postseason run. Could we do that for the NBA, or is the stakes too large because home court advantage matters so much more in the NBA than it does in Major League Baseball? It matters so many in Major people League don't baseball. say that it doesn't even matter. Well, it ma- I think it, it matters. matters. I think it matters in Major League Baseball because of ground rules. I mean, you have different outfields. You have different nooks and crannies. I know that everybody's just sitting dead red trying to hit a home run anymore. But I, I, I do think that home that home field advantage does matter with the type of ballpark that I you think play it, it in. Matters Major in it matters in every sport. Uh, the degree is obviously going to vary. At home, yeah. If they did that. Would Giannis play harder knowing that he has a legit shot to play in the NBA Finals? Would Doc Rivers coach that differently knowing that uh, he has to represent the East in something that might actually impact him, but it's going to impact his other well, coaching brethren as well, and he's got to know with the final five, if like it comes down to the final five minutes or so, my first thought he's is got negative. to put the guys that are going to play out there. When you said that, my first thought was negative, Jonathan. I go, oh, God, it didn't really work for baseball. It was kind of like this weird thing for baseball that was a gimmick. But just because it didn't work for baseball doesn't mean it might not work for basketball. Because you, you can't not have the event. You have sponsors. Right. Well, and you, you, have just, ratings. you just saw the ratings. Ratings came in and got just under five million, which is not a not a ton, but that's a that's a that's a Georgia Tennessee football game on Saturday. Exactly. Like five that's a, million that's a more good SEC football you game. You can sell five million people. You can make a lot of money on five At million people times watching. On Saturday it was streaming as high as ten million for the Steph exactly. Curry Sabrina. Thing. You can't not that's a big number. You can't not have the event. So I, there's nothing else, and every time, everything else I think of, Jonathan, like if I don't think it all the way through, I'm afraid I'm going to say something that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the whole again, the charity thing, the families putting them on TV. I mean, that's sick, and I heard that on our on on the CBS network from care, a host. Care to put a name attached to that one? No, 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 no. I'm no, not. They no. can they can answer for themselves. I'll tell uh, you off you, the air. It's okay, you don't know. It that. wasn't anybody local. It wasn't anybody do you, here. Do you remember who it was? Yes, I do, and okay, I'll tell you off that, the air. That can be a problem sometimes too. But I think that for them. The answer would be, well, just get rid of it. You can't just get rid of it when it makes money. So what do I do to All-Star Weekends? Because to me, of the major four sports, baseball's still the best of the All-Star games. Now, it's not the greatest, but it's still the best of the All-Star games. Everything else, it's left the bar. Well, but we acted like you couldn't get rid of the NFL Pro Bowl, and they kind of did. They made it a flag football game. They basically got rid of it. Should we just get rid of All-Star games? 216-474-0092, or how do we make it better? And you're not watching the Cavs as much. I got two big reasons why. Ken Carmen, Jonathan Peterlin, and for Tone, live on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.